Good morning, good morning. This is going to be a quick fire episode. It is something I've just learned in a session with my own coach, or I've learned it again because I'd uncovered a pattern that I've seen before, but I apparently needed my coach to help me move through that and get to a new place. This is related to the topic of needing others to validate you rather than being able to look into yourself and be like, yeah, I am amazing. I'm awesome. And people want to hear from me. People like, it's great that I'm showing up and it doesn't matter what someone else responds, whatever I've said or I'm doing, that's the right thing is great. So there might be places that you already do this in your life. I know that that was true for me. Um, For instance, you know, if someone were to say, all women are stupid, I'm I'm not going to get really hung up on it. I'm probably not going to be agreeing with them. Like I, I could probably respond (laughs) to that sort of misogynistic statement. Um, Or at least in my own body, I wouldn't let it like get me down. I wouldn't ruminate on it later and think like, yeah, I am stupid. The other place this comes up, I just had that thought and it's a little embarrassing, but I'm going to share it anyway, is I remember actually when I was first dating people and, uh, you know, was a little more (laughs) sexually active with people, I was really self-conscious about my underwear Uh, or, yeah, did I say that right? Yeah, or pants in the UK. And that's partly because like some of those partners commented on my underwear and I thought, you know, oh, I need to wear more lacy stuff or, uh, you know, more sexy underwear more of the time. And I tried that out, but it was really uncomfortable. I just didn't, I didn't, personally, I don't find lace comfortable. And actually I had a friend later on, several years later, and she was like, I freaking love granny panties. And I was like, yeah, like she said it so unashamed. I was like, yeah, maybe I freaking love granny panties. And then, you know, I dated some other people. Um, and I remember one of them also commented, they're like, oh, your, your underwear is like a bit boring. And by this point, I was like, you know what? This is comfortable. This is the underwear I like. It's not really up to you. Like, I don't need to impress you. Like, <laughs> whatever we're doing, it's probably not going to be that affected by my underwear. It's more about our connection and attraction, right, than um, this little fabric, uh, these pants. So, you know, that's one of those places where I've moved through it. I've processed those gremlins. I do not need others validation about my underwear. And I've also gotten there with my academic writing. So I think academic writing is easy. I'm good at academic writing. I know there's different styles. In the past, I might have gotten hung up about a theoretical framework. Am I theoretical enough? And there's lots of other ways that I might have gotten hung up. And I'm not going to go into them because that one, I really don't need anyone else's validation on. But I also have the evidence, right? I have, I don't know, over five papers. I can't remember how many right now. And in good journals. I've gone through the review process. I've gotten that feedback. I have the proof. So this is a 
this episode is a little bit more about where maybe you don't feel that proof. You don't feel that confidence. And again, this is a little embarrassing to share in case a classmate listens to me. But I realized this pattern was coming up for me in my creative writing classes. I was looking for validation from the teacher. I've been doing this. I've been I've taken five creative writing classes and I kind of knew this was a pattern. But again, my brain uh, was sort of validating it, was letting me be a victim. Uh, so it was sort of like if the teacher asks for, you know, comments on an essay that we've read and we're analyzing and I swear I could go like second, I could go first, I could go last and other people the teacher will respond to them and be like, oh, that was a great point. Or they'll, you know, debate their point a bit. But when I speak, it's like they say nothing. Crickets. And I was getting hung up on that. And I was, again, ruminated on it after class. Did I make a stupid point? Why do I even bother raising my hand? And uh, my coach said, when you see a pattern, you put it in the A line of the model. The action line. And then you analyze back. And for those of you who don't know what I mean by the model, go listen to episode seven. I do give an example and explain the model. And I'm going to be referring to models a lot more on this podcast. So go back there. So what that means is you, so often I start with a circumstance line. I start with a thought. I start with a feeling. But I haven't really thought about starting with an action and then going back to analyze what are the thoughts and feelings that are leading to that action. So if my um, A line is that I'm worrying that the instructor doesn't like the point I made, my teacher doesn't like the point I made, and then that might lead me to some other actions like wanting to be less engaged or not wanting to raise my hand in class, the feeling is kind of like undervalued or a bit annoyed. And the thought comes back to like, my point wasn't worthwhile. And so that is about needing others to validate. And this is an opportunity to lean into self-validation. And again, I would recommend that you, like me, you go look for those other places that you already validate yourself. You don't need that external validation. And you think about the thoughts and the process that led you there. And then you bring them back to whatever the context is where you might be looking for others to validate you. You don't have that sense of self-validation. And the thoughts that I was reminded of, because I've been doing this loads, especially around coaching um, and like being able to put myself out there as a coach, being able to show up more on social media. uh, The thoughts I've been working on are like, people want to hear my ideas. My ideas are valuable. What I say is valuable. And I have my own back regardless of how the teacher responds. Because actually someone in class might benefit from what I said, even if the teacher doesn't respond. What I have to say is valuable. I am valuable. And I just hadn't rooted it out of this particular space. And I think that's what's so great about coaching is so often... um, You caught your brain going into this negativity bias in other places and so it's so much faster like you catch yourself so much faster I mean I say this it's this has been going on for like two plus years 
but I'd caught it in other places in the past. And as soon as I realized what the pattern was, I'm like, oh, I got this sorted. Next time I show up in class, this is not going to be a problem for me anymore. Because what I say is valuable. People want to hear from me. So, like I said, a quick fire episode. I hope you find some inspiration to, again, root around. See where you don't have that self-validation. This is something that has come up in some of my coaching courses. And I now realize they always say that if there's an issue that you aren't like really like, oh, yeah, we got this. Um, and you might like offer advice because normally you want to hold the space for your client to look through their own models and their subconscious thoughts. If you're not doing that, and I, I'll admit, I think this has come up on one of my coaching sessions and um, I didn't. I didn't do that. I was like, oh, you're not, you know, you're not self-validating enough. Like, you don't need their validation. You could do this for yourself. That that didn't help them walk through these subconscious thoughts like I got to this week with my own coach. So I now know <laughs> how I will help people more on catching this thought. And I hope that I might help you on rooting this out in some part of your life. So good luck. Go forth. And look at where you need to be validating yourself more. You need to be looking for the evidence of like, I am valuable. People want to hear from me. Because if you start looking for that evidence, you're going to find it. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Joyful Climate Writing. If you learned anything or had any insights or made any shifts as a result of listening, I would love to hear from you. Please do get in touch. You can email me at ellsworthkrebs at gmail.com. That's E-L-L-S-W-O-R-T-H, oh, no hyphen, K-R-E-B-S, all one word, at gmail.com. Or you can follow me at Twitter. My handle is Ellsworth Krebs with an underscore dash between those two names. Or find me on LinkedIn. I would love to connect from you with you and hear what you're working on. And if you have any questions, do let me know. <laughs>